amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Need an angle? The Ott Fathers got you covered. My boy's wicked smart. Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. And maybe all ever in your favor. Now, here's Jimmy Ott. Bingo! I got action. Oh, yes, indeed. Do we have action? We have action tonight. Yes, indeed. Up with Bruce Marshall on assignment today. Uh, you can check out the podcast uh, wherever you find your podcast. It's uh, Sports Betters Paradise or follow me on uh, Twitter. I uh, I retweet them and you can uh, and you can watch them. But uh, he breaks down all four of the uh, matching games. The one that's getting ready to go right now, Ball State and Kent State. Both teams are 2-2 two and two in conference play. Uh, and the, um, and uh, the Kent State is 7-62. 7-62. The 6-30 game tonight is Buffalo and Ohio. Uh, the, the top two teams in the MAC East, the uh, undefeated Buffalo Bulls at 4-0. Ohio Bobcats at 3-1. 75% of the tickets on Ohio is driven to the line down from 3 to 2.5, now to 2. And so uh, Bruce is on Buffalo in that one. Uh, check out his analysis of tomorrow's games. They both start at 6 tomorrow on ESPNU and ESPN2. Northern Illinois and Central Michigan and Bowling Green and Western Michigan. Mike, you know who's uh, starting quarterback for Bowling Green? Uh, obviously, I do not. Paul know. McDonald's son from USC. Yes. Wow. Okay. And then where did he play uh, pro ball? Ooh, I don't remember him in the pro. Maybe the Raiders a little bit. No. Well, Bowling Green is in Ohio. Bowling Green has orange and brown yeah, helmets. He played for Cleveland. I can, I can barely. I don't remember him doing much in the pros. He played for Cleveland. Played a little bit. Okay. Started a little bit. Good for him. Yep. Lefty came in here with yeah, the 79 team. Yeah, I knew he was a lefty. When they were number yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, stayed, I guess, stayed in Ohio. As his son is the quarterback uh, for them. They're three and one. Unused, uh, a very uncharacteristic uh, favorite now. Remember Bowling Green and Akron? It was like the toilet bowl, man. They were 129 and 130 uh, in Division One. Where would you like to start? Uh, so that we got those games going on. Uh, uh, game three of the um, – of the World, World Series, Series tonight at uh, Philadelphia, uh, so the, uh, the 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 shuffling has gone around. Uh, no Noah Syndergaard for yeah. the Phillies tonight. They will throw Ranger Suarez instead, the lefty, and uh, it will still be uh, Lance McCullers for. You think they'll do Syndergaard four or Nola four? Nola Nola's already been announced as four. Oh, and then and then that way and then uh, no. that way Nola you... because he didn't throw a ton of pitches is coming back on uh, five uh, five days rest. 
or four, four days, days rest. rest. Four days rest. Okay. Yes, five days later. One day, one day early. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Already announced NOLA on a four, so that tells you that if it does go with seven, that he might have a little something left uh, as well. So um, won't get rained out in six and seven, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, good point. With, with the roof. Uh, so anyway, uh, it does uh, change some things around. Syndergaard is expected to start game five, though. Oh, he is. Zach Wheeler is uh, requires his uh, hmm. his his uh, full five days rest. So. Uh, we'll monitor that. We'll uh, monitor uh, the uh, college uh, football selection show, the first one. And it's funny, you know, Matt. Uh, yeah. Matt. Matt Humans is loves this show, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's funny. He's, his 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 passions and his enthusiasm are shifted, unlike others. I mean, you know, McRib versus the college football, uh, you know, pairing show. So, uh, and you know what? He makes a point because. This is a big deal if the committee kind of stuck stood with these this is this is what we've seen so far and it's just going to adjust on what we see going but we've seen where they've jumped I mean a, a team like TCU go drops two spots when they win by 50 points you know it's it's so it's it's really it's all over the place and um, so we're going to we're going to some point in our life, we're gonna say, once upon a time, you know, they they took a lady who was had a very important position in our state's government, I mean, our country's government, and she, she did all kinds of spare time. They just throw her on the football committee. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I'm sure they defer to like a guy like Barry Alvarez who's on there. And who's current and also uh, knowledgeable of football, but I hope and it's it, you know Herb Street is saying it's it's both it's both you know uh, who's the best and the best resume when if you're ever going to reward a, a a tougher schedule it's got to be your resume. But you still so have humans. Get, you have humans involved, so there's you know personal biases come in. I know they try to – they don't use that formula. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's part impossible. Of, there's, there's still a little it, bit of that. It's an, you know. It has to be because it's an impossible task. Yeah, because there's be, so many teams. Well, yeah, and nobody plays each other outside yeah. their conference. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. so um, anyway. It's a lot um, better now than it used to be, Jimmy. We've ten, been on the air for a long time. They've had some, you know, co-national champs and – well, teams one, not playing it's, each other. One, so it's, it's a lot better It's than going it from a two-team playoff to a four-team playoff. And, oh, my gosh, yeah, uh, a 12-team playoff. I mean, yeah, you're still dealing with less than 10%. A 12-team playoff, less than 10% of your uh, of your teams represent the postseason. That's by far the lowest. Yeah. By far uh, the lowest. Uh, you want to get to the NFL? Uh, do you remember the trade deadline being this active? I mean, has this thing turned into MLB? A little bit. I mean, the halves, the, the, the sellers bit. versus the buyers? Well, I, don't, I don't remember well, this. Well, one of the reasons why is because of what happens like when we do all these off-season shows and you start talking about quarterback contracts and wide receiver contracts and things like that. and you can, It's funny watching some of these transactions because you can see what the team's thinking and what they're looking, their future, what they're going to do. For example, Denver cha- trades their best defensive player, Bradley Chubb, uh-huh. who's an excellent pass rusher, Jimmy. We know how important pass rushers are. Why are they getting rid of Bradley Chubb? Well, 
they're paying their quarterback, what, $45 million a year the next few right. years. And they probably see that he's going to demand what he's worth and they're not going they don't want to do that which is fine but they really can't do it also so they're going to trade their best defensive player for a first round pick and probably try to get a, a pass rusher or something like that so it's just funny that the, the other things are dictating and you know Saints fans have been we've been talking about what they were going to do at quarterback in the offseason and stuff you start throwing around these what they what these contracts are like Kyla Murray and some of these guys are making and you're going to see it's going to affect the decisions you have to make on other positions. You have a team like Detroit start off with a lot of promise. Uh, loses, start off back into what they were doing, losing all these close games, playing hard. You can see their, the wheels are starting to come off. They had another bl uh, blown lead Sunday. They trade one of the better tight ends and young tight ends in football. Why would you do that? Probably because they're going to probably draft a quarterback. They plan on having a high draft pick. They're going to draft a quarterback. They're going to get rid of Jared Goff, and they're going to basically start over. I would imagine they might even fire Campbell too. So, I mean, these trades uh, are kind of in indicative of what's going to happen and what some of these teams are thinking. So it's kind of interesting, and I think mainly it's because of the salaries, Jimmy, and why you're seeing so much. I mean, you have a guy like Claypool who's – I don't know. I thought he's a good receiver. I don't he know why. He's a good receiver. I don't know why Pittsburgh wants to move on. You know, get they don't move. they don't have anybody to get him the ball right now, Mike. And yeah. you know, they, you know, I mean, he's I mean, he's in a he should be in the prime of his career right now, yes. and he's you know, I mean, <laughs> so I so mean, you got the picket. This is why we talked about this ad nauseum. Now, this is not just kind of oh easy to say. Now, I was fading against Pittsburgh. You know, I was, I was. No, no, you've been. Yeah, I've been. Okay. I'm beginning to meant to bring that up last week. Okay, the, because You're I mean, you know, they, Trubisky's no good, and you're going to have pressure when they're two and five or whatever it is. Their offensive line's terrible, and they're going to have to play a, a quarterback from an average class, a very average class. Uh, so, um, it's just here you go. I mean, he's. They, 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 it might be some time. Pick it might not be the guy. So we'll have to see, but they're they're not ready uh, to yeah. make that run just yet. They, they they've got a it's a first time in a long time the Steelers actually have to rebuild a little bit. Never, they need some he's pieces. He's never had a losing season. Well, I, I love that narrative. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, uh, no, I mean that's that, that kept that's them, a, that kept the number honest. Deal. That's a big deal. I mean that's a big. Sean Payton had you know a few seven and nine, some seven and nine seasons. They weren't horrible, but I mean it's hard to keep your team up there every year, and and Tomlin's done it. Then, of course, the first game they lose T.J. Watt, and, which is the only mm -hmm. one of you, you know, such a dominant player. So, it's uh, that was a good I – mean, that was a real good uh, pick on your part over the offseason. All right. Uh, so, here's a couple of notables. Uh, Tulane, uh, number 19 in the college football poll. Um, the Illinois, 7-1. Uh, and one. They should be 8-0. No, they got robbed on that uh, Friday night game at Indiana. Uh, Ole Miss at 11. Oh, man. LSU killed them, huh? Well, LSU is right ahead of them. LSU has two losses, though. Yeah, they do. They sure do. <laughs> uh, so uh, they are number 10. So uh, sorry, Runtz. Stay out of the top 10. <laughs> sorry, as far as, as, as far as Ole Miss fans, as far as Mitzi's concerned, he can go to hell. So that was his famous quote. <laughs> USC number nine, Oregon number eight. Um, boy, that. That's going to be difficult with that big 49-3 to three, uh, staring over you. TCU number seven, a little low. 
a little low. Somebody asked me if they run the table, are they going to get in? Absolutely. Um, they still have uh, games that they're going to be underdog in, at, like at Texas. Uh, they're projected to be a six-point underdog. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, we can go on to, uh, to, to others. So uh, we've got uh, uh, that going on. You know, speaking of, so the line from, oh, what was the line with the uh, with Green Bay against Detroit? Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay was three. This was this morning. Uh, an hour after the tr- uh, trade for Detroit, and moved it to three and a half that they let, let their tight end go. Okay. All right. So Jamar Chase may have been worth a point and a half or two points last night. If you ask Joe Burrow, okay, Joe, you could start the game 2 nothing without Jamar or 0-0 with Jamar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll look at you like you got seven eyeballs. Okay, are you kidding me? This guy's important. But also – this Jonas Williams. Yeah, you know, I thought I didn't really watch it. I, I lost interest in the game, but I th- I made a point to bring him up to you today. I mean, he he's how bad is he? Yeah, yeah. I made a point. I'm good. I'm glad. He, uh, yeah, he's the only returning starter from last year. He's at the left tackle. He's got to go. He doesn't even understand a double team. I'm watching these low resource uh, high school teams double Ethan. They don't miss the double. It's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, you got once you can't get beat on your side, you can't beat on my side. Maybe in the middle we'll pinch. Like he he knocked he knocked his back out yeah. the way. <laughs> what is he doing? He is so bad, Mike. It, 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 you, 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 Leatherwood. They moved in the garden and he got <laughs> get rid. Got to go. This guy's got to go. Uh. He It'll, is horrendous, man. I mean, he can't obviously not this year, but we'll be interested. That's something we'll keep an eye on. Because their offensive line really was playing a lot better. Burrow even if mentioned If he was an undrafted free agent, would he still be on the team? No, of course not. Okay, we'll get rid of him. I, I'm with you, Jimmy. I'm with you. I made a I, – I actually, I was watching the game, and I could tell that the game was over, and I just didn't have interest. I, was, I watched a lot of football this weekend, and I said, that's, a, that's enough. You know, I'll pull for Burrow next week or whatever. Chase is going to be out four or five more games. And what happens is it just goes to show you when you have somebody that is is respected and thought of as being that scares the defense and dangerous, they can cheat over on him, and then you have Higgins and, and Boyd, who are good who are good players, but they don't have to put up with what Chase does. All of a sudden, Chase is out, and now they're so one of them is put up with what Chase has to go, and it, it makes it harder on them, and they're not quite as good as Chase. So that's it's just kind of a build thing. That's why you see teams doing what Miami loading up on receivers. That's why you see Philadelphia loading up where they can't do that. And if you, and that's one of the things uh, what happens when you have the injuries. Let me let me break it down to percentages, okay? So based on I'll I'll, I'll award like a percentage, a higher percentage for a strong defensive back, okay? And so maybe getting two guys on chase or stronger. Say maybe. Half, 50% of your coverage is on Chase. Then the tight end gets 15. Then this guy gets 15. Then this guy gets 20, okay? Well, all of a sudden, uh, Boyd goes from 15% to 30%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it, 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 to break it, to quantify it. And then you I have mean, your, yes, then, absolutely. And then you have your line falling apart, so it's just, oh. it makes it a, a bad situation. I mean, that was that was uh, that was uh, unbelievable. Alabama is number six. Michigan is number five. Uh, I think Tennessee is going to be one. Georgia two, uh, in Ohio State three could be Ohio State two and Georgia three. 
I could see that. George's best win is ain't a whole lot, huh? I don't know. I mean, uh, you can't Oregon, say, you really Oregon, can't forty-nine to three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oregon, no, no, no. Georgia should be two. Georgia should be two on yeah, that. Yeah, one no, no. Georgia Oregon's undefeated be since. In fact, yeah, Georgia should be two, and they have an outside chance of one. Uh, I, I was going to say Tennessee, Tennessee one, but Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky. Um, yeah, t- Tennessee is. Uh, Tennessee's looks. They're. I think they're improving, which is impressing. Yeah, wh- impresses well, me. Do you think they're improving? Do you remember the second week of the season, the game at Pitt? Yeah, they barely. They're right. down ten nothing. Yeah, they're got they're going down seventeen nothing. A guy drops the I ball. I didn't see that game. He okay. drops the ball in the, in the end zone, and it, it's tipped for a, a touchback set, uh, interception. They go down and score ten seven. Then Keaton Slovis, starting quarterback for Pickett's hurt, does not take a snap in the second half. Does uh, not take a snap in the second half. They still have to go to overtime to beat them. Okay. They were fortunate to beat Pitt. They play Pitt now. They beat them by three or four touchdowns. I don't care if they play in Pittsburgh no, no. or on the moon. You're right. And uh, Georgia's uh, Nolan Smith is out for the year. He's one of their best linebackers. Yeah. One of the better linebackers in the country, in my opinion. That, and, one, and one of the better defensive players. He's Torres Peck, which is very painful, and he's out for the year. So, another thing going in Tennessee's favor. I did miss this one. So, Georgia's number three instead of Ohio State. Clemson, four. So Ohio State will be two and Tennessee. Well, will. they could put Ohio State one. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> He's making faces for you radio <laughs> for you radio listeners. Ohio State's number two, uh, Mike. Okay. More pressure on Rocky Top as they go into Georgia. <laughs> Good point. It is a the pros, the Joes, the squares, and the sharps. All everybody is on Tennessee plus those points. We'll take a timeout. Matt Humans, uh McRib farewell tour. We'll get some insight on that. This guy has been known to throw McRib grill outs at his place. So I don't think he's ever cooked at his house. I don't think he owns utensils or plates. You might have an old um, uh, old El Paso uh, taco kit. And that's about it from maybe like the 80s. <laughs> but we'll have to get his opinion on the uh, McRib farewell tour. But uh, anyway, it's game time presented by Bet Rivers. We're at Dozy. Plays Kent State with an opening uh, drive field goal, an interception. And now they are driving again, third and nine from the Ball State 24. So we got Kent State and the under. So kick seven field goals in a row. So we'll see. Let me let you know what happens on this play right here on this third and nine. They're going tempo, shotgun, little flanker screen, penetration. It is deflected for an incompletion. They will settle for another field goal this time from 41 yards out with nine and a half minutes to go in the first half. Maction, World Series, uh, rankings, McRib, uh, farewell tour opinion. Got it all for you in a Tuesday edition of Game Time presented by Bet Rivers on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Bet Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, 6 nothing Kent State early with our matching. We've got uh, Kent State uh, in the under in that one just moments away. About seven minutes till we kick off uh, in the other matching game. Uh, so go to Bruce Marshall Sports Betters Paradise wherever you find your podcast to get a full breakdown of tomorrow night's uh, matching action as well. Well, nobody wants to know around town if what kind of what my picks are from matching. Nobody wants to know when I'm in a World Series. All they want to know is, what does humans have to say about the McRib farewell tour? Hello, Matthew. 
Jimmy Ott's got action on everything. We got Kent State in the under. It's um, action. And, and uh, Jimmy Ott never takes a night off, and neither does Bruce Marshall. Uh, I, I tell you what, I wish you guys the best of luck. I, I know very few handicappers in Vegas who can win betting the Mac. People love to bet it, uh, but I rarely see many people win. So hopefully you guys can come up with some winners. Maybe um, send me your plays on the Mac, and uh, maybe I'll follow those. Because okay. I, I've, I've never found anybody else to follow in Mac football who can consistently win. I have a buddy who swears he wins a Mac uh, football and basketball, and he sends me plays, and he wins like 10% of the time. So uh, <laughs> I should just be betting the opposite, you know, like George Costanza yeah. and Seinfeld oh, yeah. to do the opposite and uh, whatever. But uh, the McRib farewell tour is not something that uh, I believe. I think it's marketing BS. Uh, the, <laughs> the McRib is going to live forever, and uh, there's no way the McDonald's is going to kill something off that's that profitable. For the company. Now, at your place, you 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 eat out. You know I mean, I mean, you you've done you 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 top fifty in your you 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 fast food polls and things. I mean, you you put a lot of time and a lot of research into them. I mean, and I love how people like to try and uh, you know knock you. It's like, hey, dude, you've been eating five fast food meals for forty straight years. I mean, like, I mean, that's. I mean, so. Um, but why the McRib so good? And tell me about the McRib cookout you had at your place. You know, I think the, the barbecue sauce is really what makes the McRib. And uh, I, I have not found I've, – I've tried the best barbecue sauces in the world. You're going to Kansas City, Austin, Texas, you name it, and I can't find a barbecue sauce that fits that McRib better than what McDonald's puts on it. And obviously the pickles. you got to scrape some of the onions off. But really it's something that I started eating when I was, I think – Around 10 years old, I think the McRib was born around 1981, and uh, that's that's when uh, I started eating it, and I loved it as a kid, and uh, I never stopped. So it's something I picked up at an early age, and uh, never got tired of the McRib, and I never do get tired of it. I think since it's been out here in the past 10 days, I'm a little bit behind pace. I've only had 14 ribs up to this point, so I expect it to be at a higher pace, but... Uh, I don't. I definitely don't think uh, McDonald's is going to kill it off. They, they've done this before. They've talked about this is the last time. You get your last last shot at the McRib, and then it comes back again in the next year. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Hey, you don't own plates, utensils, or silverware at the house. So oh, I, the I pots and pans. Your, yeah, I forgot the second part of your question. No, I don't have no plates. I got paper plates, paper. Uh, Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details paper bowls 
plastic forks, sporks, stuff like that. Um, I don't like, I've never done dishes in my life, never will. <laughs> so, you know, stuff like, I do have a uh, George Foreman grill in my uh, kitchen. That's the closest I get to cooking anything. I got George Foreman grill, and sometimes I throw Italian sausage, hot dogs, and steaks on that thing. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, as far as the frozen McRibs, I can tell you that um, I think it was about, I want to say five years ago, when I knew the McRib was about to about to leave for the year, it was sometime in December, I went to a few different local spots. Everybody's out of the McRib. Sorry, we're out. No more McRib. No more McRib. And I tried one more spot. And he said, oh, yeah, we we got so much. I said, how, how many do you have? And the manager said, well, I think we've got about 20 or 30 back there in the freezer. I said, can I buy them? Uh, she said, what? Looked at me like I was from a different planet. I said, can I buy the frozen McRibs? And she goes, well, nobody's ever asked me that before. I don't know, you know, what our sale price would be. I said, I'll give you a dollar a McRib. How about give me a box of 20, I'll give you 20 bucks. And she's like, okay, sure. Uh, so I did it. Saved the McRibs in my freezer for about six months. We had a big cookout in uh, like June or July. Uh, once, and it just didn't go well. You, you can't recreate the magic of it. You seriously, you cannot recreate the magic of the McRib on a grill at home. You just can't do it. We didn't have the same barbecue sauce or anything like that, so it was kind of a, a winner. Like <laughs> have, have enough beer to go around to drown the sorrows. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. Sounds like sounds like a, 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 some kind of a college um, March Madness party in the first eight games, you're one in seven or something. I mean, <laughs> a rough one. Oh, man. Um, well, Matt, I know you hate the the college show, okay, and you make some, some good points, but you know you're going to hear this in some sports books, and I love hanging around in sports books and just kind of listening to the chump bait. Man, the number one team's getting eight and a half points. It's going to be around as Tennessee is number one. I know you like them, but just your thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, so Tennessee is number one. And then, uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. ESPN, ESPN produced a phony college football playoff show. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I don't think that's a good thing if you like Tennessee this week because um, Georgia players are obviously going to be a little bit motiva- motivated by that. I don't. I also already think Tennessee is a little bit overhyped. I do love the Tennessee offense. I think the defense played a lot better. Uh, it's not just about. It's not just about Hooker and how, how great Hendon Hooker has been. It really, since you go back to last year, the guy makes very few mistakes with the football, and that's a big part of winning. He makes big plays, and he does not make big mistakes. And uh, I, I was incredibly impressed by the way the Vols trashed Kentucky last week because yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, that was a game where you, you looked at Kentucky and Will Levis. I'm hearing all this hype about how he could be the number one pick in the NFL draft. You know, that's a bunch of garbage. I've, I've watched the guy play five times now. I don't know who the hell's drafted him number one, but I'm not. And you watch a game like that, he did nothing. Uh, Rodriguez is supposed to be a stud tailback. Mark Stoops is a good defensive coach, and they got beat by 38 points. So I think you have to buy into Tennessee to a certain extent now and say, this team's for real. But it could be a little bit of a tough spot here going to Georgia now that Tennessee's ranked number one. And, uh, the Bulldogs do have a defense that can uh, probably contain that 
Tennessee offense a little bit better than Bama did. The thing about uh, Alabama, when you think of Nick Saban teams, you always think great defense. This is not a great Alabama defense by any stretch. In fact, I think a lot of the guys in the secondary struggle to cover. Uh, they're not putting the pressure on passer like I thought they would. And um, Georgia's defense is on a different level than Alabama. But I, I still like the balls getting eight and a half. I think uh, I think they got a legit shot to win the game. But uh, to be safe, Jimmy, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to back up that Tennessee plus eight and a half bet with a, a couple of plays on Georgia, probably on money line parlays just to win the game straight up and maybe hit some sort of middle on that too because – I mean, I'm not overconfident by any means thinking that the balls are going to go into Athens and uh, run down Georgia. But I think they can give them a game and hang in there until the end. I don't think it's going to be like the Arkansas-Georgia game last year. You remember that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the, and and, and uh, all of us, all three of us, the, the Kentucky, how badly they beat them and took care of business in a big-time look-ahead spot. Um, it, it shows me a little bit of maturity, a little focus, and – uh-huh. Uh, it's it's impressive, man. And you know, there, we we looked at Hooker in the off season, like, man, this guy threw twenty six uh, TDs and only three interceptions. We'll make it now forty seven and four, the last yeah. year and a uh-huh. half. And so, no, we respect them. They dictate how the game is being played with their offense. They dictate what you cover. They dictate to LSU where Brian Kelly, the best player on LSU's defense, the the freshman forty, Harold Perkins says, well, we couldn't play him because we couldn't spread him out. Can we see him fail? First in this one, <laughs> Kelly's done a great job. This guy's done everything else. I mean, after the Ole Miss came, they asked Lane Kiffin. He said, well, they started playing 40 more. And uh, Jackson Dart said, well, yeah, 40 sure didn't make a difference in the second half. So it might have something to do with LSU's slow starts. But still, mm-hmm. Kelly is the number 10, no matter what you think of the rankings, number 10, and LSU controls their own fate in November. And I did not anticipate that at this point. So – um, hey, look, doesn't take a football uh, expert to know everybody in Baton Rouge knows this Alabama team is not what they usually are in where, where they could have lost three games already this year. Mm. They respect them. They, 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 and, and LSU, they, and we ask everybody around town, got a shot? Got a shot? What kind of shot do you think LSU has Saturday night? Well, you're asking me? Um, yes. I, I think a decent shot. I mean, I, I'm probably, like we talked about on your Bet Rivers podcast today, I think we're going to play uh, a half unit on LSU plus the points, and a half unit on the over the total. And uh, like I said, this LSU, and I, I reflect on the Tennessee LSU game. I, I love home dogs, but I was not really into LSU, and that game was an early start that day, and it just didn't, uh, didn't feel right. And uh, Brian Kelly made a couple bad decisions. Uh, you know, game management decisions, fourth down decisions, and that came and it backfired, and it backfired in a big way, and the balls embarrassed LSU that day. This is not going to be that type of game. I think really since that day, Jaden Daniels has taken off in the offense. I don't know what the hell clicked for him, but uh, he, he's found his rhythm in that offense, and I think LSU has an offensive identity now that it really didn't have in that Tennessee game. And like, like we were talking about with Bama, this Bama defense should not scare you because it's uh, no. uh, Tennessee just hit one big play after another on these guys and scored 52 points. And I think LSU's going to be able to put points on the board as well, too. And that's why I'm leaning towards uh, the Tigers and the over. Uh, I'm not sure the LSU defense is going to get a ton of stops because that Alabama offense is hard to stop, too. So uh, it should be a highly entertaining game. I, the LSU-Florida game was 45-35. It wouldn't surprise me if 
this is the same type of game in Baton Rouge. So I, I, I lean dog and over in that one. And by the way, what you said about Brian Kelly not putting the best defensive player on the field, I've, I've always thought that's ridiculous too. you got to find a way to use your best defensive player. You can't say, well, we just can't use him. You know, it's, it's like uh, you guys remember when Isaiah Simmons of uh, Clemson was coming out in the draft. And uh, I thought he was a do-it-all defensive type of player. He could play him all over the field. And NFL scouts were saying, well, we don't know what we can do with this guy. He really doesn't have a true position. Uh, that's garbage. Put the guy out there and let him run around and make plays in all sorts of different positions. He doesn't have to be pigeonholed into one position. Uh, but anyway, that's something that ticked me off about Isaiah Simmons when I was coming out in the draft and reminded me, I, I just never understand how coaches can't figure out, if you're a good coach, you should be able to figure out a way to use your best player on a certain side of the ball. Yep, got to adapt your scheme to your personnel. No, no yeah. question about that. And if, and if Ojolari and uh, Perkins are uh, two of the best and they play a similar position, well, uh, adjust your scheme. <laughs> I mean, simply put. Now, to, to, to be fair for Kelly, uh, Perkins is a freshman, yeah. and he's having a little bit of the freshman where he's – his clock's not always right for meetings and, you know, or class or, you know, so, so he's having okay. to adapt, you know, uh, to campus life as well. But my goodness, when you see opposing coaches and players talk, throw you, throw you flowers. I mean, no, you really, he's an, an impactful guy. And then on a, you know, a, a, a limited roster, a roster <laughs> with a lot of holes, man, you got to hold on to those guys that you have. So, going to be fun uh, in Baton Rouge at Tiger Stadium uh, Saturday night. What other games? Uh, and look, it's, it, the Alabama, man, they win national championships, dominate people with average quarterbacks, mediocre quarterbacks. What would they be without Bryce Young this year? Okay, mm -hmm. uh, Bryce Young was hurt against that A&M. That allowed A&M to be hang close. But Bryce Young's not playing defense. A&M went up and down the field that night in Bryant-Denny yeah. Stadium. Quinn Ewers, before he got hurt, they were moving the ball against them so no yeah. this you know th this is this is not the typical roster that alabama is used to having alabama was so close to losing to texas and texas a&m and uh that's why i think uh, you, you were making a i think you were making a case for taking the points with lsu uh so yeah i don't disagree with that i'm, I'm gonna play and i have played actually auburn plus 14 and i know it's a little bit risky but i kind of feel like the mississippi state team's going the wrong way a little bit too uh, Mike Leach's offense has been shut down the past two times out. I think a total of 23 points in the last two games. And uh, it was a joke how bad Mississippi State looked offensively against uh, Bama in that game. But, you know, Mike Leach has been completely shut down by Nick Saban three times in a row now. So maybe that's just a matchup issue as far as that goes. I just I love the new coaching angle. And a lot of times you get at least a one game, maybe a two-game burst from that. And I do think the Auburn team is going to be far more energized now that this Brian Harson debacle is behind in the rearview mirror and um you know i'm sure carnell carnell williams is a, a coach that these guys are going to love to play for and uh really i like robbie astrid a lot the freshman quarterback and I, I don't know why he wasn't playing from the start but uh that's you know that's part of brian harson's incompetence as a coach too robbie astrid gets out there last week he threw 285 yards he ran for 87 and tink, tink bigsby had a 41 yard touchdown run that game against Arkansas was tight in the third quarter, and things fell apart. Uh, I actually think Auburn's got a great shot to, to hang in this game with uh, a chance to win it. I don't like the way Mike Leach's team is playing right now, and I'm just going to play the coaching angle here. So I took 14 uh, with Auburn in that one. 
Yeah, well, when they when Auburn goes and uh, uh, pursues a coach, why don't they just be up front and say, listen, we've got about three boosters you have to coexist with. I mean, trust me. You see this new brand new, um, this new uh, uh, op center, football operations center, that's going to be the shiniest on the SEC block. Um, they're paying for it. They're paying for the 17 buyouts we have, all these coaches that we fired. It's like it's going to make your life a lot easier. They're going to tell you what play to uh, run on the first down. Just tell them you're going to do it. I mean, just just get along with these guys because if you don't, and Harson didn't, he wanted to, oh, well, his, his days were numbered, so they were stacking a deck one. You like Clemson in a trip to South Bend as well, Matt. I do. If you watch, you know, I was on Notre Dame last week against Syracuse, but I'm going to be against the Irish here, and uh, I've already played this. Um, I, I got Clemson at minus four. I should have got the three. It was out there briefly uh, yesterday at Circuit Sports in Vegas, but I didn't didn't see it while it was up. And of course, some sharp betters laid that number fast because that's a cheap number. I um, I think Notre Dame's quarterback plays big problem. Drew Pine last week against Syracuse is nine for nineteen for 116 yards with one TD and one pick. What helped the Irish in that game is that they were playing from in front the whole time. They opened the game by scoring on a pick six, and things were kind of falling apart on Syracuse. It was a snowball effect. Everything was going Notre Dame's way, which didn't really surprise me. I thought that was a bad spot for Syracuse, and it's just one of those uh, matchup issues as well. Uh, this is a matchup that's uh, going to be really tough for Notre Dame because Irish ran for 240-plus yards last week on 56 carries. You're not just going to line up and run the ball right at the Clemson defense and have that kind of success. Not going to happen. you got to get better quarterback play. I don't think Drew Pine's capable of it. And the thing with uh, Clemson, you've got inconsistent quarterback play from DJ Uyengalele. But, you know, if he's struggling, Dabo Sweeney can make the move. He can make the quarterback switch and go to uh, the freshman, who I think is better anyway. So, I'm not concerned about that part of it. And uh, I think Clemson wins this game by double digits. Don't forget Notre Dame at home, just not the same right now. Lost to Marshall, lost to Stanford, uh, was lucky to escape against Cal. Yep. So I don't think the Irish have a great home field advantage right now. Maybe they'll pull out the green jerseys for like they did for Cal again. <laughs> For that extra motivation, huh? Stanford. You know, I mean, what the hell is going on, Matt? We got the green jerseys for Cal. We got the white out for Minnesota. You know, I mean, what? What were they doing? Stanford. Stanford's one of the worst teams I've seen all year. Maybe and, I just and they won the last couple. Of, yeah, and they beat Notre Dame there. Yeah. I mean, they. they uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, thirteen nothing Kent State. Uh, so Popars. Yes, indeed. Popars. Well, Matt, we're looking forward to. Uh, I know you're doing a lot of research for uh, college basketball as well for your stuff uh man i've been working on college basketball since the middle of last week pulling small nighters and putting in several hours of study on this i can tell you uh, one bet i've made off the top here before we go and i'll have more for you next week but um texas at 30 to 1 uh, to win the whole thing i think that's the best number you can find out there in the market i found it at the Westgate superbook last night and uh chris beard's got he's got a couple veterans back but he's also got uh, five or six newcomers that are really talented, and he's a hell of a coach. And in this era of college basketball, you've got to be able to make new pieces fit in short order. You know, this is roster ter- radical roster turnover for a lot of these teams, and you got to bet on the best coaches to make it work. Chris Beard's one of those guys, and he beat uh, Eric Musselman in Arkansas in a scrimmage over the weekend, 90-60. to 60. And that's an Arkansas team with, uh, I think, four or five stars and three, four stars and just all sorts of talent. 
So I think that makes a statement about how good Texas could be. So 30 to 1 is a decent bet. No doubt, man. He, he's got a top 20 roster. He's got a shot to win it all. I mean, yeah. he is going to get he's going to get the max uh, out of his roster. We've seen that uh, already. All right, Matt, we appreciate it, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, man. Great okay, stuff. Okay, you bet. Thanks. All right, uh, Mike, Dave, we're going to take a timeout. Chad Reynolds and Legacy Title for all your real estate closings, 296-006. full-service title company servicing all of South Louisiana. Fast, friendly, professional services, which you get every time you call 296-006. Original location off of Sherwood between Corsi and Airline, corner of Perkins and Segan, Highway 42 in Prairieville, and in Lafayette in River Ranch. Buying, building, refinancing, nobody choose but you, Chad Reynolds and Legacy Title. 13-0 Kent State, Ohio takes the opening drive, caps it off with a 25-yard touchdown pass. They have a 7-0 lead over Buffalo, 11-22 to go. And Kent State, with a minute 20 to go in the first quarter, is up 13 to nothing. Um, the uh, World Series starting in about 25 minutes. Game time presented by Bent Rivers from Doe's Eat Place on Government Street in the heart of Mid-City on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Bent Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, real quick, uh, uh, scoring update uh, into the first quarter, 13 to nothing, Kent State, uh, and then Ohio scores on the opening drive, seven to nothing, Buffalo with a holding penalty behind the sticks early on as well. So Ohio with a uh, an early lead at home there. Uh, any thoughts on the World Series tonight, Mike, or anything that Matt talked about? No, well, it looks like I mean Matt is taking uh, all the big SEC underdogs, taking a lot of points, mm-hmm. and uh, what I do think you think? I pretty much, I wasn't sure with the Auburn, but, um, you know, Tennessee for sure with that many points. I just really, you know, people use the word, one of the, I think, overused words in talk radio and sports radio and just analyzing college football is out coaching, over good coaching and, you know, game coaching. But Tennessee seems so on the same page and very well organized. Uh, very from what I've seen on this team they're doing you know for uh, I think I told you on this on your Sunday show when we were on that you know I didn't know if there would be really much different looks you could catch me off guard with offensively and for Tennessee to come with this you know this wide formation thing that mm-hmm. you know it's it seems to be throwing defenses off and it's really it's just you know they can only when they that wide they can only do two things straight or run toward the middle of the field but whatever reason, it's it's throwing teams off, and they're finding all big gaps. I mean, there's busted coverage. It seems like t- a Tennessee opponent nearly has a busted coverage every game. Yes, it seems. Like, yeah, and no, so no, they I do. mean, they yeah, every, and every, uh, so you know, Georgia is one of their best defensive players. Nolan Smith is out for the rest of the year, so I definitely like Tennessee there. LSU, it's just a lot of points. It's a it's a tough it's a tough. For LSU to win this game, in my opinion, I mean, LSU is improving. I just don't think they're, they're quite there yet. But uh, That's why I think a lot of people are just guarded with their optimism. Yeah, they, no, it's, it's, everybody's guarded, and I'm guarded too. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they won, but, I mean, I just don't think they're quite ready for this yet. They shouldn't um, be. Yeah, they, sh- no, 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 they shouldn't be is right. You're right. But you this know is, what? You shouldn't be – you shouldn't be um, – so let's see. This is year sixteen for Saban at Alabama. Year one for Brian Kelly. Right. Should not come in in year one and have them ready 
You're two maybe at yeah, home? Maybe so. I mean, it's a, it's a big difference. Uh, yeah. Josh Heupel's in year two. Yeah, okay? good point. Good um, point. You know, Bob Stoops was a year two at Oklahoma when he won the title. Um, Urban Meyer was year two in Gainesville when he won it. Um, Nick Saban was year two in Baton Rouge when he won the conference. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's, it's tough. Uh, to do in, in year one, especially this uh, th- this era. Saban, Saban was what six and six his first year but, at Alabama. But but the to go yeah no Saban and sniffed uh, top ten in November, like uh, like Brian yeah. Kelly has done. Yeah, you know what, um, and you shouldn't take uh, year one be better than Jimbo Fisher day and in year five. Yeah, <laughs> but he is. Yes. Yes, he is. And, uh, again, if, if, if Daniels is getting the ball out and getting the receivers involved, that's the first step. LSU has a, LSU's receivers are better than Alabama's DBs. That's a good matchup. you got to exploit that. And if you can get that, then you can open up your running game. Uh, you know, you have two freshman tackles. One of them, I guess both of them, I don't know if they move Will Anderson. Whenever I've watched Alabama play this year, I've kind of forgot Will Anderson was on their defense. I have, I have not seen him make a play live he has uh, not been as impactful. this year so he's yeah. going to be going against freshman tackles so if they can hold their own like they have been and i don't know why they wouldn't be able to keep their uh, level of play if you've already established your passing game a little bit and got your receivers involved backing them up a little bit and then you get your running game and then you get your quarterback running lsu has uh, a good chance to move the ball uh, offensively i don't think i don't think LSU, i don't think it's going to be as high scoring game as matt thinks I don't think it's going to be like the Florida game. What's the total exactly on that? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Matt, Matt has, uh, he likes the over in LSU. I, I, I got to look. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think it's, he was talking about 45-35 like LSU Florida. I don't, I don't think that much. Because uh, LSU's defense, one thing, one of the reasons why LSU is where they are is because they can rush the passer. You know, we talk about the way the games change and what you have to be able to do in college and pro, rush the passer. The Saints' defensive front dominated the Raiders. Look what happens. You rush the passer, and, you know, you have a guy like Ojolari, and then now you're working your freshman in and getting him. I mean, these are dynamic pass rushers. Ojolari, Jimmy, they're, they're playing him at defensive. They're playing him in the middle, defensive tackle. And he's beating guys to the quarterback. And then they can put him at the end, and he can beat guys to the quarterback. You talk about a guy in, uh, increasing their stock, their draft stock. Good God. So you, if you can do that and then keep your defensive line, your three-man rotation ro- uh, rested, 
you have a good chance on defense to be able to compete. So it, it, it's a winnable game. There's no doubt. Current line at Bet Rivers is LSU. I mean Alabama, thirteen and fifty-seven. So fifty-seven, 57 is, is the total. Yeah, I mean I can see. Yeah, I can uh, see, see point score. I just don't think it's going to be that that quite Florida. Thirty-one LSU twenty-seven. Ball. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, look. I know that uh, that that total is based over the the, the entire course of the season. This is an offense and a passing game and a quarterback that's playing at a much higher level than the the average for the season. No, right. yeah. I don't think there's a – I mean, the passing game has just come a long way in a very short period of time. Speaking of uh, LSU road games, still got road games at, uh, at Fayetteville and College Station. Take your roar on the road. Let the LSU Alumni Association staff book your travel, lodging, transportation, and events for you. Again, for those trips to Fayetteville and College Station, packages include hotel accommodations, airfare, game tickets, and tailgate tickets. You get all of this, and you won't break the bank. Call 578-3852 or go to, uh, to book, or you can visit at lsualumni.org. Traveling style with the LSU Traveling Tigers and LSU Alumni Association. Again, 578-3852 or lsualumni.org. Game time presented by Bet Rivers. We'll wrap up hour number one after this from Dozy Place on Government Street in the Crown Town Room. Always a good place to watch football action on 104.5 ESPN Bat Rouge. Bet Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Bat Rouge. All right, welcome back to uh, we're live over here at Dozy Place again. Uh, Kent State uh, driving. Ball State scores. 13 to 7 now, 13 to 7. Uh, fourth down in that kind of iffy zone right now. So they uh, probably get a punt. Looks like the quarterback is coming off. So a lot more points than maybe you expected. And uh, Ohio, it was added on another field goal. They lead it 10 to nothing. Actually, uh, Kent State is going to try a long field goal here. He's two for two uh, on the night. Uh, this one about 47 from the right hash. So. Two for two on the night. This will be his toughest one. He looks left. Looks left on that one. No good. 11.45 to go. So um, you reminded me of one of my comments. You were giving me credit on uh, Magnolia Bluffs Football Sunday when we talked about the Saints yeah. and said that, um, you know, you, you said earlier, look, the Saints aren't going to win uh, any games this year by 20 points. So, well, they didn't. They won by 24. And they shut out a team uh, that had really been playing well with uh, their offense, and you know it's funny, Jim. When they when they do the when they do the injury and who's out for the game, they only do the people on the active roster. So I mean, they, you know, Landry and uh, Michael Thomas and Lattimore. Lattimore, are out. yeah, with the big three. Okay, but on injured reserve, they have P.J. Williams and Bradley Roby. So I mean, you're missing over half of your secondary. So I mean, with Alante Taylor, the second round draft pick. And Paulson Nadebo played a dynamite game. And when they drafted Alante Taylor, we were, you know, analyzing the draft in the spring. And, you know, uh, first of all, he's lifted as a safety the first time I saw it. I didn't know who he was. Well, you know, they got a safety. I find out he's a corner. Well, you know, why are the Saints drafting a corner? You could, you've got Lattimore, a lot of money. Adebo's playing well. you got Bradley Rowe. And my response was, you can't have too many corners. There's no. no there's no such thing. No. And so, I mean, here's a rookie that's been injured, missed the beginning of the year, and he's playing like his second or third game. And he played excellent. And your defensive line, your defensive front dominates. 
and your offense uses your best player, Kamara, and your quarterback, you know, he's not forcing the ball. He, he did make one Andy Dalton pass, but the guy was out of bounds on the uh, interception, barely out of bounds. Did you see that when he tried? I know you're watching different games. He tried to force an out and up, and he's got cover two, and the safety's over the top, and he throws it anyway. Carr? Uh, no, no, uh, Dalton. No, I missed that one. Okay, anyway, but he otherwise, besides that one play, he, he played smart. He let the ball out of his hands. And, you know, of course, they can't use Kamara like that every game. I mean, they got somebody right. else has to step right. up. I mean, you can't keep doing that. So, but overall, it was just a great well, win. They, they, they tried to, they tried to, uh, one of the things that, that um, Allen is doing, Kana or Carmichael, uh, is Taysom Hill's touches are up. Got to be. By necessity. Yes, right. By necessity. And so, I mean, that's taken. He can handle that. He yeah, can add 10, sure. 10, 12, 15 good touches a game. No ifs, ands, or buts. Okay, no so, I mean, you're not running him. You know, double him, no one. I mean, he runs too hard. He would he, he would break down, even him. But um, and they, they, they all seem to work. Well, I mean, the percentages, the percentages and it seemed like phenomenal. they seemed like they even a little bit higher than normal. If we went through every one of his touches and you just had to grade a plus or a minus, or even if you say like a a first and ten, a three point, a three yard gain, or for it's just a wash. You just just yeah. give him a pass on that, a push. I mean, it, it's over ninety percent. Oh, it, it, it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's incredible. I watch and, it, yeah. and I understand the debate when okay, wait a minute, you're taking your Hall of Fame quarterback out. Drew Brees to run these plays, but people thought it was getting too cute. Thought it was favoritism. Damn it! <laughs> what damn package does anybody in the NFL run that's that su- that's that successful? And, and right it's now unreal. with your with your running backs uh, injured and being picked up, and you know when you put them on, uh, yeah, they lose uh, Jones Jr. and uh, Latavius Murray to other teams. You're kind of thin at running back. I think they do have some people on the practice squad. They'll probably elevate. But um, basically, he's your number two running back is what it boils down to. And they do enough They do enough of either he gives it to the running back or enough of where he fakes it to the running back and throws the ball to semi-keep keep him honest. And the other thing is they use different formations with him, and sometimes they overload to one side and run to the other side. So they're really, even though it looks like the same play, they're mixing it up. And he's so strong and or fast that he can bust through. You know, an arm tackle doesn't bring him down. Because the thing is, one of the things we've always said from Kamara, even as a, as a rookie, he's, he has a slight build, but he's much stronger yeah. than people think. And the, thing, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is he, he gets hit more than you think he's going to get hit because he doesn't go down sometimes right. when guys his size normally go down. And, you know, I watched the game with different people, and I watched the game Sunday with somebody I haven't watched the game this year. And they, they usually make the same comment during the game, Jimmy. Get, get Kamara out of there. I mean, rest, you know, they run him three times in a row, and everybody's always worried that he's getting pounded. But, I mean, you have to use him a lot, but you can't have it where one guy is your main, is your weapon like that. You got to get at some, they got to get somebody either a receiver. You know, Olave's is an, it looks like he's going to be an excellent player, excellent draft pick. They're using him. I know Callaway dropped the ball against the Cardinals, but you got to keep throwing to him. They didn't. They they didn't use him much at all Sunday. The the rookie Shahid, 
seems like a nice player, going to be a nice future for the Saints. You got to use him somewhat. I know Traquan. I can't say let's let's get the ball to Traquan, but maybe every now and then. But you you can't Camara. That was just a, a game for the ages there. With but you can't just keep doing that. Cincinnati Traquan Smith actually showed up. You got something out of him. I mean he 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 made a lot of uh, key catches in that one. It was just you know the. It wore down. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think about the game against the Ravens? Well, again, it's it's going to boil down to now. You have a different scenario in that you have the a running quarterback that is dynamic. But again, if and keep in mind, Peyton Turner was healthy for since probably week one. Maybe he had two sacks. You got your D line rotation. Uh, I don't know if you saw the play on the jet sweep when Devontae Adams came and Marcus Davenport nearly. De- beheaded him mm-hmm. on a, uh, I mean, you know, you got some guys that can make some plays if they're healthy and you keep this rotation. If that off that, that front seven can play like this, they can handle the Ravens. Cause I don't see what Lamar Jackson will be able to get loose if they can keep that much pressure. If he breaks loose, then you, of course you got a, a different scenario. Rashad Bateman, their top receiver should be out. He's out for a few weeks. So hopefully the saints get a few people back. Um, they're very thin in the secondary. They, they played well this past week, and I like the Saints to win this game. You know, at home on Monday night, you know, the Dome. And, and I was talked to some people that went to the game, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it wasn't, you know, my question, how loud? They said it wasn't crazy loud. I don't know what the deal is or maybe the, the Raiders, losing record. They're not winning. Yeah, yeah, losing they're record. They're not winning. Said it was not crazy loud because it's, uh, you know, the defense played so well. That's usually what gets the crowd going. So it's one of the reasons uh, the, a, a little enthusiasm has shifted uh, across the street. Yeah. You know, to the uh, to the Pelicans and Zion. You're right. Williamson. No, no, you're 100%. There, there are people that are more excited about the Pelicans right now. I mean, you're, no, no, you're, sports you're, fans, you're you know, correct. true, true blue, you know, New Orleans sports fans where they're, they're more excited about the Pelicans no, right good, now. Good point. Uh, and, uh, but, again, this is – a matchup that I think uh, with the Saints front seven playing like it is, I like the Saints. All right, don't forget uh, Total Diamond Performance uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> Baseball Camp. It's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of Thanksgiving week, and you have options uh, one day, two days, or three days. For multiple days, you do get a, uh, a discount. So uh, two different age groups, seven to nine-year-olds, and also 10 to 14-year-olds. So the uh, camp aspects include bat speed program, infield play, throwing mechanics, catching work, base running, speed and agility training. Um, but Matt Mastretta uh, applies what he's learned with uh, working with the Mariners, Twins, Reds, Oregon State University um, in their in their player development and applies it to the area's youth. So they're going to do it out at, uh, on Airline Highway in Prairieville at their facility, the uh, Total Diamond Performance Training Facility. Reserve your spot today. Uh, call Matt at 931-3730. Or you can email him, Matt, at tdpbaseball.com. TDP is for Total Diamond Performance. Matt at tdpbaseball.com. Third and 11 here for Ball State, 13 to 7. Eight minutes to go here. Big underplay here. Got to get a stop, Mike. The pass is incomplete, and they will be forced to punt. That's a good thing. Uh, Ohio, 10 to nothing, and the ball in plus territory uh, against Buffalo. So, they are rolling Buffalo, so that Buffalo pick does not look good right now. Third and four, Ohio trying to tack on some more right here. Third and four from the 35 in Buffalo territory. Shotgun, back to pass, fires it downfield. That's going to be caught inside the five-yard line. 
That one is ugly. Game time presented by Bet Rivers on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Bed Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, uh, so Buffalo, boy, they are getting some mash ola. Uh, they are down 17-0. They don't have a first down, and they're down 17-0. Deep punt, so uh, got to avoid the um, avoid the turnover here. Kent State, a little, a little grinded out drive would be good for the under. Uh they are the the spread is they're up 13 7 ball first and 10 at their own three um in game is minus seven and a half and 59 seven and a half and 59 there's a good little play action on first down for first down out to the 15 in game ohio minus 14 and a half and 65 and a half i would i would look to lean toward the under a little bit that that, that game may calm down uh, in buffalo so we talked about alvin camara you know, a guy who can run it, catch it, um, run run inside, run outside, make people miss. Well, his clone, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. he looks a little bit better with a little bit better supporting cast. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the obvious novelty, throwing, catching, and rushing for a touchdown. But it's just he's making people miss. He's running away from people in the open field. He's, you know, running in between the tackles for the uh, red zone touchdown. Um, he, you line him up all over. And him and Debo Samuel, yes. we were having a strong uh, conversation. And their different physical set, but very similar in that, okay, well, which one runs the ball better? They're different, but they both run the ball really good. Samuel may be able to... Um, finish off a guy and break arm tackles better. Um, McCaffrey is real. Make you miss more. Yes, indeed. Make you miss more. They both catch the ball well. Actually, I think McCaffrey's hands are better than Samuel's. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, the – but, I mean, my point is you got the same guy or really close, and I don't know who's better. Well, the thing is – You know what I mean? The main thing is – you won't have to overuse either one of them. You, yes. Yeah, your usage to have both of them. When they come, when it comes back. <laughs> and yeah. what, what you'll see with San Francisco, and Jim, Jimmy, uh, I got San Francisco, as of right now, even though their record's not that great, with Dallas and Philadelphia as your three top teams in the NFC. Uh, San Francisco has a dynamite defense. They're getting people healthy. Equals? And you have those as equal? Well, I mean, you, you got to – you got to have Philadelphia as the best. I mean, they're they're plus they're plus fourteen in turnover ratio. I mean, I don't know if that's gonna, with the defensive pressure. Maybe it's going to hold. I mean, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the highlights of Jalen Hurts last week. Throws a beautiful ball to uh, to AJ Brown on the sidelines for a touchdown. Perfect throw. But then he throws he throws two more touchdowns to AJ Brown. And both of them, he's in coverage, and he's basically nearly throwing them up for grabs. And, I mean, poor uh, 
Mika Fitzpatrick, I don't know what he, what he was doing on all, th- all three of them. But my point is, Philadelphia's just feeling it, and, and, and he's just he's throwing into coverage now. He's, he's so, everything's, everybody's so confident. Right, right. But Philadelphia has to be the best. I mean, even though I think it'll average out with Dallas and San Francisco if, if those two teams continue. But the point is, I like what San Francisco is able to do. Garoppolo gives them a steady influence. And I think Dak Prescott for Dallas is once he gets going again, I, I like him. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. And all three teams. Garoppolo? No, no, Dak Prescott. Oh, I'm sorry. And all three teams have dynamic front seven. Yes. All three. You know, San Francisco, even with their injuries, even with their struggles the past few weeks, uh, they were kind of back a little bit, but they still have some guys out. They're still number one in the league in opponent yards per play. Okay, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. still number one. That, that's that's my that's my best scoring metric. Yeah. I mean, I mean de- defensive metric. Right. I mean, the y- yards per play, and um, so that that's w- even with the injuries, that tells you something. Yeah. I mean, they they they'll beat up some teams like the Rams. They've beaten up the Rams twice. Rams still like to run the ball when they get punched in the mouth. They don't like it too much. Seven in a row now in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, and, well, it would have been eight in a row if the safety makes a yeah, catch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, just, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's it was right. a fair catch type of uh, catch. That's it wasn't exactly a, a tough one. Um, but I, I still – I'm not ready to – Garoppolo is still inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to – and I've seen him in big games. It's going to be hard to catch – they're not catching Philadelphia – so they're going to have to go to Philly in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. They're not going to be favored at Philly. Okay, no. Philly might be less than a free a field goal. They might be one or two, even a pick them. But they're not going to be underdogs uh, at home. And Philly's schedule so yeah, easy. I saw that they have a chance to be. They have I mean, a chance they're to be fifteen and two or something. They have a chance you know? to be undefeated. An outside chance to be undefeated. It's not. I think they're going to be favored in every game, but one is. No, they're favored in every game. Every game, even at Dallas. Okay. They're, yeah. Well, the percentage that thing I saw. Okay. Okay. They, 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 you know, Dallas keeps winning. They keep winning. I mean, they're going to be, I mean, worse at a pick. I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to make an undefeated. When we win, no, when, when no. do they play Dallas? I mean, week yeah. 11, week 12. Yeah, I mean, something like they're that. not going to be 11 and 0 an underdog. So, um, and and they caught the break when they played. They played Dallas with their backup quarterback. Yeah, you know, um, they, uh, but they've done what they're supposed to do. And listen, both of them passer rating is not everything, but. Nobody would have predicted for Jalen Hurts or Tua Tungavaloa to be top five in passer rating at this point. What they did was they surrounded them, and that's my one-two tandems. Receiver. The best wide receiver tandems in football is Miami and Philadelphia. Okay. And um, I like Miami a little bit better, but I can listen to an argument uh, either way. And it's just it's just helped lift their quarterbacks, and the quarterbacks are – are playing better. They're well, distributing that, the ball. Well, that was my point with Hertz. Um, we haven't seen him throw these deep balls like this because he's usually what he's doing. He's running that that RPO right. and that right. ball. That ball's coming out of his hands quick. He's doing. He's really doing a good job with it, staying within their offense. But now they're like it's like they're just they're at they're uh, freewheeling. I mean, now they feel so confident. He's throwing the ball into double coverage, and AJ Brown's catching the ball, and the DBs are falling like bowling bowling ball pins. So they're laying on the ground. And he's pointing at them. Um, so they really, they're really at a confidence level. And again, it, it you know, their their secondary guys are making interceptions. But I mean, the the quarterbacks having the opposing quarterbacks having to throw the ball before he wants to, and it's just it's just all clicking. 
and I say this every now and then, but Philadelphia have, might have one problem, Jimmy. They might be playing too good too early. And that sometimes that happens to teams a little bit. With the, no, no, there's nothing you can down. do. No, no, no. I mean, it's just it's just kind of hard to keep their rosters. Keep going. Their rosters pretty good though. Pretty Mike. deep, yeah. I mean, you had you had a guy like uh, the, the the DB that got from the Saints, <laughs> yeah, Gardner Johnson. Johnson. I yeah. mean, he's making. I mean, they they've they're just they got they're both of their lines. I mean, if they stay they just, healthy, they just got they just got uh, Quinn. Did they get Quinn Rob, this Rob, week? Uh, from from, uh, I don't, from Chicago. Quinn, Quinn, and, Quinn they, and Roquan Smith. They made gone. another. They made another move to get another uh, defensive player. No, no, they're not. Uh, they're 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 rolling. They're rolling. I wonder if you uh, start laying points now with these haves and have nots starting to buyers and sellers. I, I don't I don't remember a, a, a trade deadline like this. I mean, it's become uh, Major League Baseball. There is a one that is not missed by Bryce Harper. So we talked about McCullers in his in his off speed of going much, you know, 75% basically off speed stuff. There was a hanger right there, and Bryce Harper didn't miss it. He deposits it for a two-run shot, and the Phillies are on top early in the bottom of the first two to nothing. So how do you hang on to that guy? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, there you go. Uh, Phillies uh, up two to nothing. I, I think it's going to be a lot of runs. So, we got the uh, over in this okay, one. Yeah. Seven and a half. Good start uh, in that one. Do for a timeout. Game time presented by Bet Rivers Red Doze. He plays the Crown Town Room on Government Street in the heart of Mid-City on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Bed Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, so the Phillies on top, uh, two to nothing in the, uh, they go to the top of the second inning, two out, two run shot by Bryce Harper. And that one, getting you update on our matching. Ball State has taken a lead now 14 to 13 over Kent State. That's with four and a half minutes to go in the first half. So 14 unanswered. By Ball State, and it is they have the lead, 14 to 13. They're catching seven, so our action is not doing real good uh, right now. So maybe we can try and run some clock, but these teams are playing really, really fast. It's going to be tough uh, to keep that uh, thing under uh, the number. Let me see what uh, it went off again. Um, uh, 62. 62, that is going to be a little short, I think, because 27 right now, four, eh, eh, I don't know. They're moving the ball way too much, way too much. So 
If you do like the over, uh, 63 and a half, that is a consideration right now. That is in game, 63 and a half at uh, Bet Rivers. So, uh, what else, Mike? Um, the um, the um, we um, with the Jalen Hurts and um, and we talked about too. How about on the flip side, guys that were borderline on their way out of the league that are playing better and keeping it hanging around. Um, Geno Smith and Marcus Mariota. Um, Smith, Smith right now is is pro bowler, and it's not even close. He, he looks good. I mean, when I've seen he, him, he, he looks very good. Lockett's got to catch the ball. I mean, he had a, two terrible drops. Yeah. Um, the Giants and the Jets acted like they are not as good as their record. Yes. Uh, so – and then Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers' teams still continue to struggle. Yes. I thought Brady looked pretty good on Thursday night. Threw for over 300. Thought he looked good. Uh, but when you can't rush the ball and you can't stop the rush, right. he's having to make up a lot of uh, a lot of yards, that's, which is uh, which is difficult to do. That's Tampa's strength. Uh, stopping the rush. I mean, they not have, this year. Yeah, no, no. I mean, has, yeah, that historically since he's been there. And if, if they're not going to be able to do that. Now, they haven't run the ball consistently. They've had spurts where they've run the ball. I mean, just because, you know, with Fournette, if you follow him with Tampa, I mean, some games. And with, they, did, they did have him and Ronald Jones there for a while, and they, which I thought was a pretty good one-two punch. And uh, Ronald Jones is no longer there. So, I mean, it's, they've been inconsistent running the ball. But stopping the run, they've usually been pretty solid. And, again, this is a team. They've had some injuries. They've had some offensive linemen. Uh, they've lost a few line, offensive linemen. It's tough to do that when it doesn't go your way. Now, we'll see if, again, we've, the division's so weak, we'll see if they get their guys back and if they finish strong. But, you know, Tampa's got – I didn't think they were going to – you know, they were preseason Super Bowl, them and the Rams. You talk about something you got right with Pittsburgh, something I got right with as of right Tampa, now yeah. with those two teams. Uh, I didn't think those two teams should have been the N NFC favorite. I was leaning more Dallas and Green Bay. Of course, I'm, looks like I'm wrong on Green Bay, but I was able to identify that week one. Um, Green Bay just doesn't really have a good team, Jimmy. They just no. – there's holes everywhere. Well, that hole. was a miracle they covered uh, Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Buffalo was – Well, Buffalo's up 17. Top, yeah. It's first and goal for the he three. Throws a, cool. He throws a bad interception. The <laughs> Packers get, get, get a touchdown. Okay, me and Charlie kind of um, – what did you think of the the horrendous – so it's 27-17. They need two quick scores. What about how bad their two-minute offense was, their hurry-up at the end of the game? Yeah. I mean, they barely got into field goal range at the end of the game. You can't – I mean, Al, um, Chris Collinsworth gave a complete pass to Aaron Rodgers on it, saying that he's having to redirect people pre-snap. I'm not so. Sh I'm not ready to give Aaron Rodgers a complete pass. He's part of this. They do not. You don't practice. You damn hurry up. Yeah, no, no. How you much practice, do you practice? But again, we talked about I mean, with you, the, re the new receivers, and you know now. Okay, keep in mind, they lost some receivers, <clears throat> and then the ones they have now are injured. You know, so you really at the bottom of the barrel. So these guys don't know where to line up. Do you know your quarterback? You can't. They they it, know, it, but it, they it, don't know it. As quick as they should, some of them. 
You're looked, not getting the it practice. It looked like now. a high school team. No, no. Look, I've seen I've seen a lot of teams where it looks like that. Even now, we're talking about Green Bay in this particular. Would instance, you give Rodgers a this, pass? Uh, I give him a little bit of a pass because, I mean, good God, he's he's two-time MVP in a row. He's not his. Oh, no. He's he's on the decline. Okay, a little bit, but he's not declining that much. He's going to decline as the years go. I don't give it a crap. Just it, it, that part of it. Him giving a crap is that on decline? That his attitude and mental it's well-being. Awful. Yes, that could be, and that's going to make you. That's going to affect your play on the field. And is, does he have a bad attitude? Probably so. I mean, he he tries to hide it. He sometimes he lets his guard down and he says something where he's real critical of his team, and then he always tries to explain it. You know, the next day or with. Pat McAfee or whatever. Oh, where geez, he, that guy. Well, I'm just. He makes my favorite pregame show I can't watch. I but, mean, how do you how do you replace Lee Corso with that guy? What well, is he screaming at? But you can't have Lee Corso in there. But anyway. No, no, no. But, he, okay, but, but, but back to why Green, do they need another guy? But Yeah, okay, good point, good point. But back to Green Bay, I mean, it's just at the point where if they, don't run, if they can't run the ball, they're probably not going to beat anybody hardly. From an offensive point of view, unless they get turnovers, they can't run the ball. They can't run the ball. They can't run the ball. So is the coaching finally getting exposed a little bit? Well, the coaching was overrated to begin with. Uh, he was, you know, kind of like your since your, with Cincinnati. I mean, come on, give me a break. Uh, Green Bay is it's it's Aaron Rodgers' team. He carries the team. Who it wasn't Zach a, Taylor is good, huh? Whoever thought Zach well, Taylor? Well, I've, I've read some some things where they mentioned because you know his team was in the Super Bowl last year, Jimmy. I, I, I uh, in spite but, of him. <laughs> but uh, the thing is with uh, with Green Bay, you know they've had such a good record. The Green Bay is very similar to the Saints the last few years. They've had a great records and good teams with Aaron Rodgers and or Drew Brees or whatever, and just don't have anything to show for it as far as Super Bowls and that type of thing. But now their defense isn't as good. They're one of their best defensive players is Zadarius. Is I think he's with the Ravens. I think we'll see him against the Saints, uh, or I forgot where he is. But they've lost some some g- pretty good players. They have not replaced, and it's going to be a tough rest of the way. Tampa has a chance. I don't think Green Bay does. All right. Uh, yeah, and Tampa Bay is 24th against the run. No, no. 24th. Yeah, yes. Or 24th in yards per rush defense. I mean, San Francisco still number one there. So, uh, all right, a little bit of a shot here for the um, for the Astros. Um, this is McCormick batting now, uh, two on, two out. So, a walk in a single, two out walk, two out single, uh, and uh, Hensley with the uh, single up the middle on a three-two pitch, and Suarez in a jam here in the top of the second. Phillies two, Houston nothing. But the Astros with two on two out situation in the top of the second inning. Game time presented by Bet Rivers from Dozy Place on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. ESPN Rewind brought to you by Tex Morris and Edward Jones Investments, making sense of investments. Jefferson across from Town Center. Get a game plan today. 928-8659. All right, uh, let's go to it. Uh, OTB early today. Uh, before we go to that again, uh, a backwards K with two on and two out. That ain't good looking at uh, strike three. Uh, so Philly dances out of that uh, jam. Suarez does. He's going to be, he, he has problems uh, with bases on balls. So there will be more opportunities for the Astros later. But it's Philly's two, Astros nothing, headed to the bottom of the second inning. All right, OTB uh, this morning had Nick Underhill. Giving us updates on Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, and on their injuries. 
I think maybe Landry this week. I have you guys. I I have no idea on Mike Tom. I mean, he's the hardest person in the NFL to to report on. Yeah. Um, you know, even even as his coaching staff for a summer didn't know what was going on. Um, fair, you know, he's around, fair, so I don't fair. think it's anything <laughs> like that. But just as far as reporting on him, like people just are afraid to talk about him because I think Mike gets mad when stuff's out there about him uh, in yeah. the media. So it's just it's a tough situation to know exactly what's going on. But what I've been able to gather is that things are heading the right direction. But I'm just way too uncomfortable to put a date on that. How do you go from beloved NFL offensive MVP to uh, a, a Kyrie Irving imitation as a professional? I mean, that is that is a joke, man. Well, I, I mean, think, you know, it is it is it is Kyrie Irving. That's that's a little strong, but I know what you mean. It's just some people when they have adversity, they don't react very well, and they're maybe they're they're not as strong characters as what you think. I mean, uh, you know, he looks like when he's when he's playing and he's working hard and working out, he's great teammate and all this, and then all of a sudden, you know, they get some injuries and you start getting kind of surly with the media and all that. I mean, doesn't like it when things are in the media about him. I mean, what the um, hell? You, what, you don't go find another job. I, but, I mean, he did say he thought Jarvis was going to come back. They, they have to get they, – they need to get one of them back. Uh, they, need, they just need another receiver uh, that, that really can – knows what they're doing – knows how to run the offense, knows how to get open to give Dalton another little weapon to use. They just need one of them. Maybe, I mean, maybe calling this guy out will change things because the way it's gone, it's highly unprofessional. And do we correlate it exactly with Drew Brees' departure? Yeah, he made up – his comment was – and remember, all this started was he got rolled up on his ankle in, in, year, in the first game of the year, and he came back too early and made it way worse – and his comment was he wanted to get back for Breeze. That was his comment. Because Drew was there was last year. He wanted to get back. And then all this started, and then it, the debacle's gotten worse and worse and worse. And it looks like it's behind him. Great, strong start to the season, playing well. Big catches early first game. Atlanta Falcons come back. And then he gets re-injured, and it, it goes back to where we were. So, um, you know, that's just something. He'll look like he will be back. I think it was a turf toe. That's usually about – that's a tough injury. About five, six weeks. You know, Jimmy, a lot of this might have to do with the Saints, too, trying to be so tight-lipped. Why can't they come out and say four to six weeks or something like that, like they do sometimes, some teams do with injuries? Four to six weeks or whatever. I, then then, then that's, it solves it. You don't, you're not talking about it. But anyway, they do need – if Jarvis Landry comes back, that'll be a, that'll be a positive just to get him back uh, because it's just – at the point where I mentioned early in the year, Kamara doesn't need to do everything. I mean, he's such a weapon. He'll make it easier for Jarvis to have some single coverage. You know, it, it all works. It all works together, back and forth. So, that that's I take it from Nick's uh, deal. I take that as a positive if, if Landry can come back. All right. Uh, well, there's no doubt any of them uh, coming back. That would be. Yeah. A, a he good. didn't say anything about Lattimore, so that's that's still uh, not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How how off was Las Vegas with Raiders on Sunday? It's, how much do we not put into – don't go overboard on the Saints' performance well, all the way around, including their DBs and cornerbacks? Yeah, we don't well, we, we don't go too crazy on that but uh, with the DBs and corners. But the, they did get matched up man-man with uh, Devontae Adams. And usually when they did, they did a pretty good job, De- uh, Debo or uh, Alante Taylor. 
So they did a pretty good job when they were matched up man. Keep in mind, we were talking about Green Bay earlier, Jimmy, and they paid Aaron Rodgers. So, again, they, they didn't have the money for Devontae Adams. But Devontae Adams has been in the league for a while. One thing I'll give the Saints credit, when they pay their guys with Michael Thomas, uh, Kamara, Ramchick, Lattimore, Andres Pete, Cam, when they pay Cam Jordan, or what, their guys, they're usually doing it right after that, you know, that third or fourth year. So they're, they're doing it in the prime when they're getting ready to, quote, hit their prime. Devontae Adams is on the downside as a receiver. It happens quick with receivers, receivers, corners, running backs. And so he's not what he was, but the Saints corners did do a good job because he's still a very good receiver. And then when the front seven plays like it does, it makes it easier. Just, you know, go ask the Philadelphia Eagles. Sean Salisbury is on with Matt on after further review. I'm talking about whether or not he thinks LSU will move the ball against Bama. Oh, I think you can throw the ball on him as long as you can understand. And here's the thing. If you'll sew up protection, and I don't know if that means if you under through the tape study, if you think they're going to play you, for instance, in man coverage, and you decide to max protect it and, and deliver it against pressure, you've got to have two-man routes that can win. And you make a, a, a outstanding point on this. And I see what you're saying. I understand the point, but it, it, it doesn't match my eye test. Does that make sense, Matt? The, the Alabama defense does not match my test. I've seen yeah. people throw the ball and move the ball on them regular I listen, I saw Quinn Ewers go ten or twelve or whatever in about a quarter and the ball was coming out quickly. And that is the offset that's how you offset if you felt that this let's even say this was Alabama defense of oh my gosh, Alabama defense, where they smothered everything you did. The best way to beat a team like that is don't play them to their strength. They're going to look, and these coordinators on both sides are smart. They're going to find the weak point, try to exploit it. But I, my eye test tells me you can move the football against Alabama. Arms away. All right. Uh, so, no, I think they're going to be moving it a lot uh, as well uh, on them. I, I think I, I, I trust that, you know, that. If he gets the, the ball the, out of the, the form, the form. Yeah. Well, he is getting it. He has been. Last, last yes. two games, he sure has. All right, uh, the third home run of the game and only an inning and two-thirds, and it's bombs away in Philadelphia. Brandon Marsh with a towering shot into, uh, into right field. The, uh, the kid with the glove comes over a little bit. That is, that might be up a review. They may look at this one uh, for a little bit to see if he reached over. That's really close. Okay. That is really close. A bomb, the third baseman uh, for Philadelphia, already hit one to left field. Uh, in this inning. So uh, Philadelphia version of Jeffrey Marsh are right there. So we'll see. Okay. Um, we'll see. But back to what, what John Salisbury was saying. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, expect I, Alabama to come out and man. Um, if they do, I mean, you know, Brian Thomas should – that's, that's where I'd be looking if I was uh, Jaden Daniels. I mean, if they're going to go man, I don't see Alabama matching up with him. But, again uh, – they they have they they got caught. I don't know if they got caught or if they were unprepared or whatever, but they played man against Tennessee a lot and I don't know if the formations dictated that where they caught Alabama off guard or what and they got smoked. I mean, uh they got smoked. So I'm expecting them not to, to try to to try to play as much zone as they can and you know, expect Will Anderson and these guys to get a pass rush. Yeah, Alabama's still uh, top 10 in yards per play defense this year. Uh, I'm not – oh, with, you're saying despite Tennessee game. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I, I saw A&M move the ball on them. I saw Texas move the ball. Now, before Ewers went out. Yeah. You know, that was 
it was a big difference. But I'm still. a little surprised, I guess. I don't know. Their, I was. Uh, I understand. Every well, game. No, they, 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 they gave up yards. They got outgained against Mississippi State. They just. Yeah, that was, that was kind of. I watched the beginning of that game, and Mike Leach goes for a fourth down. I mean, goes for a fourth down he when does. he's in solid field goal range. That's what he does. And I, I know, and I just, I, I saw that game was over with, and I got off that one. All right, so a little kid, maybe 10, 12 years old. It, it does remind me a lot of Jeffrey Marsh in right field against Tony Tarasco uh, in the Baltimore Orioles uh, back, I don't know, 20 years ago, whatever it was. But uh, he does hit his glove. He can't catch it. They do review it, and they still say it is a home run. So, 4 to nothing, Phillies on the third home run in Ari. Three home runs, five outs so far for McCullers. We talked about McCullers Jr. and his um, sort of his tendency to throw a lot of off-speed stuff, and this is an off-speed hitting team. So from one time through the lineup, he's given up three home and runs. Swarver comes up right now with two outs and nobody on. Philadelphia's undefeated at home in the playoffs, I believe I heard. Undefeated at home. They beat. Undefeated they won all three against San Diego. They won both of them against Atlanta. And uh, they didn't play at home uh, against uh, first, St. Louis because right. they won on the road. So, yeah, they're 5-0. Uh, they're, they're hitting a home run every 11 at-bats at home. They're also undefeated at home in, in the playoffs. First, uh, first game of the series on the road. Oh, wow. That, that's, yep. a good, that's a good stat. Yep. They beat uh, St. Louis. Now they were down two runs, 3-1 to one in that one, and they scored five in that one, but they beat Atlanta in game one. Um, they, and Suarez had to hang on. They, uh, they, uh, they hit, I forget, was it, uh, who was the pitcher for Atlanta? Um, they hit, uh, they won two to nothing over you Darvish. I mean, that was the wheeler yeah. where he had the, uh, the, the one hitter right. uh, through seven innings. And uh, then they went to the Astros and came down for five nothing yeah. and won that one in game one. All right, we'll wrap up things here from Dozy Place. Don't forget our friends at Supreme Rice as well. You know, thank, uh, holiday cooking is just around the corner, just around the corner. So if you're going into the grocery store, don't just pick up a bag of any rice. Pick up a bag of Louisiana rice, homegrown rice right in here in the state of Louisiana. Not out-of-state rice, not overseas rice, Louisiana rice. Supreme Rice and SupremeRice.com. Game time presented by Bet Rivers here from Dozy Place on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Bed Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right, uh, just a quick minute out, but uh, they go to the top of the third now, uh, and um, well, they're getting some healthy cuts on uh, on uh, McCullers. I'm Mike. First team in uh, World Series history to have three home runs in the first two innings. Is that right? That's what they just showed. Bombs away. Yeah. Bombs away, bombs away in Ohio. Ohio 24-3 to over Buffalo. Uh, that's with four minutes to go in the second quarter. So that uh, Buffalo Bulls pick is garbage. The, um, the, uh, and uh, Kent State, Kent State is getting uh, chewed up pretty good. 16-13 uh, to four, uh, 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 yeah. uh, with that one. Tomorrow we're on um, special broadcast. They got some comedy show over at City Slice. So we are going back to Rouge Creole. Back to Rouge Creole tomorrow uh, for the show. And so uh, put that, uh, make that mental note. So you'll hear the 
the promo. Uh, Mike, Ellis, you got a shot real quick? Definitely. Okay. Definitely has a shot. All right. Uh, for Grant Lanero, back in the studio pushing all the right buttons. Our buddy Matt Humans from Mike Delicano. I'm Jimmy Ott. Game time presented by Bet Rivers and 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.